And suddenly, Mary spoke up as if from some cavernous depth of divination. Suddenly, long afterward, one says to oneself, that was it. She was oddly startled at the sepulchral sound with which her question fell on the banter of the other two, and she saw the shadow of the same surprise flit across Alida's clear pupils. I suppose so. One just has to wait. No, hang waiting. Ned broke in. Life's too short for a ghost who can only be enjoyed in retrospect. Can't we do better than that, Mary? But it turned out that in the event they were not destined to, for within three months of their conversation with Mrs. Stair, they were established at Ling, and the life they had yearned for to the point of planning it all out in its daily details had actually begun for them. It was to sit in the thick December dusk, by just such a wide-hooded fireplace, under just such black oak rafters, with a sense that beyond the mullioned panes, the downs were darkening to a deeper solitude. It was for the ultimate indulgence in such sensations that Mary Boyne had endured for nearly fourteen years the soul-deadening ugliness of the Middle West, and that Boyne had ground on doggedly at his engineering, till, with a suddenness that still made her blink, the prodigious windfall of the Blue Star Mine had put them at a stroke in possession of life and leisure to taste it. They had never for a moment meant their new state to be one of idleness, but they meant to give themselves only to harmonious activities. She had her vision of painting and gardening against a background of grey walls. He dreamed of the production of his long-planned book on the economic base of culture, and with such absorbing work ahead, no existence could be too sequestered. They could not get far enough from the world, or plunge deep enough into the past. Dorsetshire had attracted them from the first, by a semblance of remoteness out of all proportion to its geographical position. But to the Boynes, it was one of the ever-recurring wonders of the whole incredibly compressed island, a nest of counties, as they put it, that for the production of its effects, so little of a given quality went so far that so few miles made a distance, and so short a distance a difference. It's that, Ned had once enthusiastically explained, that gives such depth to their effects, such relief to their least contrasts. They've been able to lay the butter so thick on every exquisite mouthful. The butter had certainly been laid on thick at Ling. The old grey house, hidden under a shoulder of the downs, had almost all the finer marks of commerce with a protracted past. The mere fact that it was neither large nor exceptional made it to the Boynes abound the more richly in its special sense, the sense of having been for centuries a deep, dim reservoir of life. The life had probably not been of the most vivid order. For long periods, no doubt, it had fallen as noiselessly into the past as the quiet drizzle of autumn fell, hour after hour, into the green fish pond between the yews. But these backwaters of existence sometimes breed in their sluggish depths strange acuities of emotion, and Mary Boyne had felt from the first the occasional brush of an intenser memory. The feeling had never been stronger than on the December afternoon, when waiting in the library for the belated lamps, she rose from her seat and stood among the shadows of the hearth. Her husband had gone off after luncheon for one of his long tramps on the downs. 
She'd noticed of late that he preferred to be unaccompanied on these occasions, and in the tried security of their personal relations, had been driven to conclude that his book was bothering him, and that he needed the afternoons to turn over in solitude the problems left from the morning's work. Certainly the book was not going as smoothly as she had imagined it would, and the lines of perplexity between his eyes had never been there in his engineering days. Then he had often looked fagged to the verge of illness, but the native demon of worry had never branded his brow. Yet the few pages he had so far read to her, the introduction and a synopsis of the opening chapter, gave evidences of a firm possession of his subject and a deepening confidence in his powers. The fact threw her into deeper perplexity, since now that he had done with business and its disturbing contingencies, the one other possible element of anxiety was eliminated.